Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host with the most, and custodian of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This historically eerie tale, Story Club members, might make you jump ship. It's one I call The Demeter's Last Voyage, and I'm going to read it to you directly from the diary of Gabriel Muller, a captain's son at the turn of the century. My name is Gabriel Muller. My father is the captain of the Demeter, a freight ship that left the shores of Varna in the Black Sea a few weeks ago and is bound for England. We set sail at noon on July the 6th, 1893. Our cargo is silver sand and boxes of earth. It's now August and I'm terrified. I have made a few other passages with my father on which we carried spices and other cargo. This was one of the first times we carried boxes of earth, which I thought was strange. My father, Captain Muller, didn't think it strange at all. We have a crew of a captain, two officers, five crewmen, and me. Someday, I want to be a ship's captain like my father. He figured that I was 11 and old enough to sail. Even though I am the captain's son, I don't get any special treatment. I work alongside the men, helping with the sails, scrubbing the deck, and keeping a watch for land. My father started out his life at sea as a deckhand, and he thought that was the best way for me to learn. But now, I'm afraid that all might be over. You see, there have been some strange things happening aboard the Demeter. First, one of our crew members, Abramoff, vanished about two weeks into our journey. We searched the vessel from stem to stern, and we checked the hold twice. But no Abramoff. Only those strange boxes of earth, all in long wooden boxes that oddly resemble coffins. A problem any sailing ship has is rats getting into the cargo. Often, a dog and a cat are kept on board for this purpose, and also as mascots to help keep the crew's spirits up during the long travel across the lonely sea. But we don't have a dog or cat along for this trip. I've seen a few rats, which I've shooed away from the cargo, but they don't go anywhere near the boxes of Earth. The boxes all came from Transylvania, from a count who lives there. 
It's my guess he's moving from Transylvania to England and has an interest in botany or science, which explains the dirt. Or he really likes the soil from his homeland. Anyway, all of the boxes have property of Count Dracula stenciled onto them. The Transylvanian Count paid a premium price for these to be delivered in a timely manner. The Count must be traveling by stagecoach or train to England while his personal possessions make their way by sea. We never did find our crew member Abramoff. We suspect that he's no longer aboard, that sometime in the night he leapt or fell into the sea. It happens, unfortunately. And now we've lost another crew member, Olgarin, who has vanished the same way, without a trace. Again, we searched the entire ship from top to bottom, and again, we came up with no Olgarin. Another lost soul to the sea. One night, I was awoken by what I thought was a howl of a wolf. I slipped on my coat and shoes, left my crew quarters, and went above deck. A fog had engulfed the entire ship and was so thick you could cut through the misty tendrils with a knife. Nobody was manning the wheel. It was required that one crew member be at the wheel at all times or we could be lost at sea. I thought I may have dreamt the howling wolf until I saw what appeared to be a large canine prowling at the deck of the ship. And this one wasn't like any normal wolf. It had two glowing red eyes that glistened like burning cinders. I ran as fast as I could back into my quarters and shut and locked the door. When I woke up the next morning, I told my father. He told me I was dreaming. There was no wolf with glowing eyes aboard. But we had lost another crew member, Petrovsky. He was supposed to be manning the wheel last night. The wolf got him, I know it. Just like it had almost certainly gotten Abramov and Olgarin too. I searched the hold for signs of a wolf, but didn't find anything. There wasn't any place a wolf could hide. It's now August, and only my father and I are left now. All the other crew members have vanished. One member lost his mind and jumped over the side of the ship. He said he'd rather perish by his own hand than wait for the Nosferatu to get him. I asked my dad what Nosferatu meant. He said it was an old superstition. The word meant undead or not dead. He said they were old wives' tales about vampires, night creatures that sucked the blood of the living. I wonder if one of them could be aboard. Maybe one stowed away among Count Dracula's things. I asked father if we could crack open one of the wooden boxes and take a peek. Maybe a Nosferatu is hiding in there. He has told me not to disturb any of the Count's cargo. And without anyone to man the wheel, my father has lashed himself to it with strands of rope. The port of Whitby seems impossible now. I don't know if I will ever see dry land again. My father told me to take the dinghy, the lifeboat, and save myself, but I don't know if I can leave him. Meanwhile, it will be night soon, and I fear that something evil will wander the deck of the Demeter once again, and I will be without a father, and maybe I will be lost at sea myself. Poor Gabriel. Now that's a scary story. If you're not familiar with it, it's part of the classic novel, Dracula. We're changing it up a little bit here because, you know, we can. What do you think Gabriel Muller did? Do you think he stayed with his father? Or did he jump in the dinghy and row for shore? In the book, the Demeter crashes to England's shore, with a dead captain lashed to the wheel and eyewitnesses seeing a large dog or wolf leaving the ship. What they didn't realize is that the Demeter carried a deadly cargo, Count Dracula himself who laid in the coffins of his homeland Earth. 
waiting for nightfall to feed. Oh, the chills. I think I'll go into the sun and jump into the swimming pool to wash away all the scariness. Did you know there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club, and you're a member. There's also Bobby Wonder, a 10-year-old alien from the planet Florp who's trying to protect the Earthlings of Pflugerville from local villainous Mighty Mila. And Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.